Voice from the Far Beyond. This is one of a series of podcasts by Paldon Jenkins, coming to you from a farm in West Penwith, Cornwall, in the far southwest of Britain. And Penwith means far beyond, and it is. talk to you about some of my core beliefs and if they're useful to you then uh, I hope that'll be good. You see I believe that not a single one of us began our journey here on earth and we all came here to hone and educate ourselves but also we came here to make a contribution to a particular kind of experiment, an experiment in consciousness, an experiment whereby we volunteered to engage in dense physical incarnation and in, in a dense physical world in order to open up a new level of reality. And one of the key ingredients of all this was that in making the agreement to come to planet Earth, we were taking on individualized free will. And this is a key element in this education. We were taking on individualized free will. That's to say that it was up to each and every one of us to do what we felt was best. Why is this? It's because... New things can get created that weren't there before if beings have a kind of individualized free will, an ability to create things as they see best. And so here we are on Earth. We go through this very intense birth process to get here. And then we go through a growing up process of at least 20 years before we can really start getting to grips with all of the issues that are here on in our world for us to get to grips with. Although this said, childhood is not just a preparation for that, it is an integral part of the life experience of being on Earth. And so is every stage of life. And I've really learned this in my own life, because two years ago now, I went down with cancer. And I really had to ask myself, what is this? Why, why am I being given this? What's, what is the, the root of this? What can I learn from this? And it took a while to, to work these things out. But I realized that I was being given a funny kind of gift. And this is what comes from this perspective about how we come here to learn. If we look at every experience that we have especially those ones which are difficult for us or challenging or engaging for us. If we look at those experiences, then it's about what we learn from it. This is what makes our souls evolve. This is what makes us a bit wiser about the choices we make in life, to think a little bit further, to see beyond anger or fear or guilt 
or any of the other range of experiences of, of feelings that we can have as humans and to make wiser judgments than we make before. Perhaps we don't need to fight over things. Perhaps we should think of others a little bit more because it's in our own interest to do so. Perhaps we can be more creative with our lives. Perhaps we can step over our fear, what causes us to hold back, to set things aside for another day which never comes, to hold back on things that we really feel drawn to do. And this is one of the interesting things because every single one of us is programmed up with a certain set of instructions and a certain set of gifts and skills. Some of these can be quite specific. And there's a need for each and every one of us to respond to this, to this calling inside. Whatever this actually means, great things or small things. Because it's through doing this kind of work that we work out who we are, that we become something. It's, it's to do with engaging with something that's really true for planet Earth, which is you can't get what you want when you think about it or when you want it. You have to work towards it. And some of the most remarkable things that we are good at on planet Earth in the way of construction or the arts or forms of communication, or growing things, or all sorts of different things. These, these take a lot of skill and development. We have to get really to grips with the facts of the world, the doability of things. We have to learn how to translate our visions, our plans, into real life, how to make it actually function. And this process causes us to become something else within ourselves. And so I asked myself, when I came down with cancer, I asked myself, you know, what am I being given here? And I realized that I was being given a new phase of life, that although I was given quite a profound challenge, you know, it's, it's hard, it's physically hard, this business of having cancer. And I don't know how long I'm going to live. I don't know... I don't know whether to make plans for for one year or for ten years. So I've been given this new challenge, which wasn't like life before. And I've been stopped from doing various things, such as travelling, driving a car, ranging around in the hills, having a normal life. Can't do those things anymore. But I've asked myself, what have I been given instead? And it's interesting because it's given me a whole new project to get on with in life. One of those things is to clarify and write down and record things that I've been blessed to come into contact with during my life because I've been alive during a very, very interesting phase of history where a lot of, a lot of ideas and possibilities have been conceived. And I've been part of that process myself. I've been on the front line in crop circle research and ancient sites and and alternative healing and group dynamics, community building, peacemaking, these kinds of things. It's given me a new purpose in getting this down and this is what this podcast is about really. So looking at life from the viewpoint of 
coming here to learn things, it changes the meaning of a lot of the things that happen to us. It gives us a new perspective on things. In some ways, I've been forced to become older than I actually am. I'm currently 71 years old, but in a way, I've been zooted forward to, well, on a good day, and when my energy is up, I'm a sprightly 80-year-old, and on a bad day, and by the late afternoon, I'm like 95 years of age, and I can hardly stand up. So it's given me a new lease of life as an old man, in a funny kind of way. And this is interesting, because, in my own case, I've lived a very intense life, and I've been in very, very many magical moments, and in a way I feel as if I've had a kind of 120 years worth of experience in one lifetime, even though I'm 71, physically speaking. And this has, had, this has been to do with choices I've made in my own life. I've made life in a way much more difficult, certainly financially, and in terms of acceptance by wider society. And um, yet, in another way, I feel very happy and satisfied to have done what I have done. So I feel as if the work I've done on growing myself, becoming more aware, correcting my behaviour, understanding things from a larger viewpoint, opening up my heart, from these kinds of perspectives, I feel as if I've done reasonably well. I think I could have done better, especially if the judgmental side of me comes forward. I could have done more, I could have done better, but in another way it feels as if it's been like working behind enemy lines and never really being able to come out fully with what I feel I came here for. So it's been an interesting thing, this, where I feel there is cause for disappointment in the way that life has gone, in some respects. I, I set out as a young man to bring about a change in the world, to bring about a new age, and I cannot say that that has been a successful mission. But on the other hand, there's a deeper thing here, because I do feel as if that is coming about. It's just not at the speed with which I visualised it when I was young. And perhaps also, although we were aware that there are what you could call opposing forces who block and resist positive change, perhaps we weren't aware enough of the grip that those kinds of forces have on humanity. But on the other hand, I still feel things are on their way and I still feel as if I've made a contribution to those things, and in a way, a bigger contribution than it feels as if it's been. So I feel all right about that. I'd like to come back. I don't feel this is my last life on Earth, and I'm not sure if I want it to be that way, although obviously I must take my instructions when I go over and talk to the people upstairs and... Uh, we sort out what's going to happen next on this rather long path. But I'd rather like to come back because I want to be here for the party. 
there's going to be a time sometime in the future when everyone in the world knows we've done it we've cracked it we have rendered the world safe i don't know when that's going to be and i don't know how much destruction and pain will have gone on between now and then but i do know that that's going to happen and i want to be here for that because it will then give meaning to so many of the things that have gone on which has been very difficult to be a part of the projects which should have happened and didn't and the wars that broke out and shouldn't and the trees that got mown down and really shouldn't have and so we live in very very difficult times and this is a concatenation of consequences which arise from the fact that we have all been pursuing individualized free will but in order to progress from here in order to go forward we've got to make some sort of act of collective wisdom to realize that to succeed in this mission of saving planet earth and putting it back on its purpose putting it back in the right direction whatever that truly is in order to do this we've got to work together we've got to pool our sovereignty we've got to agree we've got to form a consensus across the world a certain range of basic agreements about what the mission is because if we don't we won't succeed because there will be countervailing missions who have shorter term interests or even more malign intent or even just the blundering aspect of humans the unthinking aspect of humans and so we live in very interesting times i'm fundamentally optimistic my main concern really is how much damage how much pain before something cracks before something works through and how will this happen well it comes back to this learning experience it comes back to the conclusions that people make from the experience of their lives and one of the interesting things here is that we can see some quite remarkable manifestations of this in some places such as say at the moment Myanmar or Belarus where people are making incredibly clear statements about where things need to go and how things need to move forward so there's a certain maturity which i believe is coming up underneath and there's a certain tendency towards bonding as a human race now this sounds strange to say this because we live in a time where there is so much dissension lack of cooperation so many people defining different divergent identities but actually this is a manifestation of you could call it the globalization of human society or of the human spirit 
the planetarization of consciousness. Because we all, in order to form a consensus, we all need to enter this consensus by our own free will. We all have to put ourselves behind it because there's a big effort that needs to come about in order to push planet Earth over a certain threshold of transformation and change such that it is rendered safe and a good place to live and a place where all species on the planet have a good opportunity to thrive and where souls may progress in a much more wholesome way than has been the case thus far because the problem has been that our cultures have discouraged this soul learning. They have encouraged fear, fear of stepping out of line, fear of taking risk. And as a result of this, we've become very, very habituated to holding back and to not making that step. But we do need to make that step. And the next few decades are what it's all about. And during the 21st century, we do have to transform this planet in such a way that within a hundred-ish years, we have rendered this planet safe. And thereby, we learn a very, very big lesson. And many of us, as individuals, will through this fulfill the purpose for which we came, which was to learn from the experience and to make a contribution towards it, towards this planetary experiment. And the amazing thing in this experiment is that it has almost approached the point of self-destruction. And there are so many souls here on Earth now, so many souls have come to join in on this experience. There are now 8 billion people and it's still rising. Eight billion incarnate souls who have come here for this experience, for a big learning, and to make a big contribution. And so we live in an important century where the patterns of humanity are all coming to the surface, and the mission is the planetarization of consciousness, which will not only save our world but it will also take humanity through to the next step and in this next step we will be meeting the neighbors and this is going to be rather interesting because as i started with in this podcast i don't believe that any of us started our journey here on earth so when we're meeting the neighbors we are meeting old friends. We're meeting people from amongst whom we have come. And that puts planet Earth onto an entirely new trajectory. But that's running a bit far ahead too. We have the mission in front of us, first of all. And even though I'm going to be popping my clogs before that long, I'm still going to be involved. And I hope you will too.
You've been listening to a podcast from the far beyond with Paldon Jenkins. If you want to know more about me, then go to my website at paldon.co.uk. And the music came from bensound.com, for which many thanks. Thanks for being with. There's more to come. <laughs>